Welcome to Letterboxd Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we will be discussing My Killer Vacation by Tessa Bailey. I think that's what it's called because every time yes. we've talked about it, it's always like a wording has been wrong and it just sounded... I know. It's like our killer vacation, something One vacation. killer vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just terrible at it. But yeah, another Tessa Bailey banger. Yeah, it's all good. And then when Kenzie's ready, she can kick us off with the blurb or the Goodreads description or whatever else she's found. One, I would also like to start by mentioning that I'm in my new recording studio. <laughs> and I use that term very loosely because it is a corner of my garage. <laughs> with like, a, like a divider, wall divider. Yeah, it looks great. I'll chuck on stories. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, it is, it, you know, I'm making the best out of a scenario. You're making a space to help elevate your podcasting juices. I get Thank that. You. It's better than my end of the dining table nonsense that I've got going on. <laughs> And I'm being uh, blessed by the smell of burning paper that's stuck in my heater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to get that out before it becomes a problem. I'm just letting it burn out because then it will go away. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> oh, your little your little heater. Like, yeah. I, oh, I understand. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay, my little sorry. space heater. Yeah. I thought you meant like your proper heater. No, no, no. Not my overhead heater. That's no. This is my little space heater. My little corner of the globe over here. Just don't, like, choke yourself out with, like, you know, the smoke and anything. I'll get, like, carbon monoxide poisoning yeah, or something. Exactly. <laughs> You'll yeah, You'll just see me drop. Don't accidentally <laughs> just die on me. <laughs> Plot twist. It'll really bring this book full circle. <laughs> All right, I'll start with the blurb. It was supposed to be a relaxing vacation in sweet, sunny Cape Cod. Just me and my beloved brother. But discovering a corpse in our rental house really throws a wrench into our tanning schedule. Now, a crude, rude bounty hunter has arrived on the back of his motorcycle to catch the killer and refuses to believe I can be helpful, despite countless hours of true crime podcast listening, not to mention a fulfilling teacher career, teaching career of wrangling second graders. A brash bounty hunter and an energetic elementary school teacher, the murder-solving team no one asked for, but thanks to these pesky attempts on my life, we're stuck together come hell or high tide. I'm just here to do a job, not babysit an amateur sleuth, although it is becoming less and less of a hardship to have her around. Sure, she's stubborn, distracting, and can't stay out of harm's way. She's also brave and beautiful and reminds me of the home I left behind three years ago. In other words, the painful hunger and protectiveness she's waking up in me is a threat to my peace of mind. Before I sink any deeper into this dangerous attraction, I need to solve this murder and get back on the road. But will fate take her from me before I realise the road has been leading to her all along? But you're done with the blurb. I'm done with the blood. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> okay. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. Oh, Jesus. All right. Okay. Uh, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Um, I really approached this book with, in the funny meme sense, but in the literal sense of no thoughts, head empty. And I think that got me through it, to be honest. It's a book. It's a vacation read. <laughs> it is literally a vacation read. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. I enjoy Tessa Bailey's style. Um, it just seemed, I don't know. I, goofy it's like if you're if you're into murder investigations with a slight side of horniness like this book is for you <laughs> that's literally that's yeah sure sure went along for the ride i wasn't really trying to figure things out there was at one point i was like is it this person and then subsequently is it this person and then that was it like i just let the book take me where i needed to go i enjoyed like just the weaving of like post-pandemic life and like rental oh, yeah, crisis yeah. airbnb strife and all that stuff. I don't know what word I was looking uh-huh. for but like those issues and stuff um yeah enjoyed that expected probably a little bit more but it's just a fun it's just a fun goofy book I guess yeah what about you Kenzie um 
based on like the title of the book oh. and the cover of the book, I thought that it was going to be a bit more spooky. Okay, yep. Like more horror um, themed and thriller. Yeah, I thought it was be yeah more thriller esque, not quite verity, but you know just like a bit more spoopy, like maybe like comedy spoopy. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, or like with pranks and stuff. I thought that the murder would also take up more of the plot, considering yeah. that's the main catalyst that drives the plot forward. Well, that begins the plot really. So I was a little bit disappointed that it kind of just ended up on the back burner. Right. But I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It is a romance book, a young adult. Yeah, yeah, a new adult romance book, really. So, yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know how it was. Uh, what is the word? Advertised. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a little bit disappointed by it. I, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I read it in two ish days ish. Um, yeah, I have qualms because, of course, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I thought I wanted a bit more murder. Yeah, fair, fair. More I murder. maybe two murders as well. Like, yeah, a murder as they're investigating to kind of, like, throw yeah. them off or something. Yeah. A bit more like, urgency. I wish that, yeah, I wish they were, like, investigating a suspect and then, like, I wish, as they were thinking that it was the sister, I wish that then she she got murdered or something. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. like, I wanted one of the suspects to get murdered to throw them off. Yeah, yeah, and to for them to question everything. I really, like, mind-boggle people and, mm. yeah. Because... I guess when it comes to writing, I don't know, perhaps a crime book or or there are themes and motifs in like the meat in like crime media and all that where they you try and deceive uh like the the, the oh fucking hell I can't speak. The uh, the perp is never who you expect and they try and trick and yeah. deceive you and um it leads you astray. It's kinda like like glass onion style and like knives out mm. style like type of writing, but feel like like I, I feel like i still got it in the end it wasn't yeah it was i don't know what i'm trying to say i, I sound like a fucking idiot but i don't know Alrighty, so the book two-person point All of right. view we got taylor uh-huh. and miles let's talk about uh-huh. taylor such okay. a millennial uh first actually i just want to start with so yeah taylor and her brother jude are going on vacation in cape cod fun and then they're in an airbnb and they happen across the owner of the airbnb murdered <laughs> Yes, in, like, the laundry room or something. Like, just there. He's just chilling. Body decomposing. Yeah, that's beginning the plot. I love that it was revealed in the first chapter and none of this, like, we're puttering around and then chapter five it's revealed. It's, like, from the get-go, fuck, there's a body. One of the main qualms I have is that, so then, yeah, the plot comes forward, like, there's police or whatever, and then Oscar, that's the guy, the owner of the house, Oscar, um, his sister comes and is like, oh, no, my brother has been murdered. Oh, no. She's not crying, and there's so much, so much emphasis on like she's not crying, like there's no real yeah. tears, blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, they've made it really obvious that she's the killer. So <laughs> then I thought it was a bit silly that they made it so obvious, but then obviously it isn't her in the end. But then, spoiler alert, it's the mayor's assistant. And after, because I said to you, I was like, oh, the sister did it. But then I then sent you another message later, being like, oh, the assistant did it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they were just making too many, uh, like, mentions of the way he, like, he was looking at her or he was paying attention to Taylor and stuff. But mm-hmm. then they weren't following that up with him, like, asking her out or anything. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, oh, yeah. sus. <laughs> what other qualms do he, you have? He's sussing her to see if she susses him. 
Yeah. I feel like yeah. because with Taylor, she's all about like the crime podcasts. And when you've like listened or watched a lot of crime podcasts or shows and stuff, like you seem to like get the gist of, or you, you seem to think those themes and all that reflect real life and how people react. So mm-hmm. if there is a murder situation and like a relative isn't crying, you're going to assume, all right, that's sus because they're not upset. But then we don't yeah. know their personal relationship with each other. Yeah, and then again, we're always like, well, everyone grieves differently, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what other qualms? Yeah. Um, why is Miles spelt like that? <laughs> <laughs> I quite like it, though. <laughs> no, Claire. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like it. It's like my... my I don't know. I don't Miles. Know. Miles. Miles. Um, uh, yeah, so is that like all? That. No. <laughs> I also... Is it just trying to be too funky with, like, a normal name? Yes. So that's what gets you? Yes. Uh, I also didn't... Because I audiobooked it, some of it. <laughs> oh, no. Here we um, go. I didn't like the voice actor for Miles. <laughs> <laughs> what do you sound like? Um, I'll play it. It just wasn't... In- Gruff, you know? In, as I was reading, in my head, like, I could hear the voice that, like, I was picturing for Miles. Like, gruff. Yeah, I was picturing a... Such a super sexy man. Obviously replaying the encounter. Oh, God. That's who they're talking to right now. God. I sighed, patting her on the back, asking him to guide you off the dark path of sin. I expected it to be deeper. Yeah. Like, I feel like like the tone the cadence. could be deeper. The cadence. But yeah, if the tone was deeper, that's exactly how I was like picturing it. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. But yeah, anyway. It's funny how, like, even an audiobook can, like, just throw you off out of the moment. Yeah, um, that's fine. And then, also, the cover art doesn't match Miles because he, he's meant to have long hair. Ah, yes, that's right, yeah. that's right. This is not the first book that has a mismatched cover to the character description. Yeah. Um, and then, also, he's a self-proclaimed, I don't do soft and fluffy, I don't do relationships, I don't do blah, blah. And then, like, literally, I think the first time he meets Taylor, he's just turned into, like, a little lap dog licking her feet. A little puddle, yeah. Yeah. It's how it goes, you know. Like, it was, yeah, it's like, I understand that, obviously, he's going to turn into a big softy, but also drag it out a little bit, please. And I think they're meant to be, like, their Airbnb stay was meant to be for, like, six days. So does this all happen in six this happens, days? This happens. Oh, my God, I was going to bring this up. I took a photo. This was five days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So this is another quote. I have a bigger, long list of things anyway. So I was like, this happened in five days. Can anyone say trauma bond? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We learn a lot about Miles in those five days as well. Yeah. yeah crazy. Let's go through your list. Like, what you got going over there? Okay. Their sex. Ugh. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. We have the description of a vagina being called the sex. Yeah, or like yeah her, we know you love that. Her sex. Pussy. The use of the word pussy. The use of the word cock. <laughs> and the use of the word, you just ask for daddy and you'll get what you want. Yeah, yeah, we love it. You think this is just like, I don't know. Using just modern, I guess, language that we like to meme about and hear on social media and then just incorporate it into a book and just hope it's relevant or it relates to, I suppose, the younger readers or the young adult readers. Yeah. And I do, I should save this for the other podcast, but anyway, I do know someone who enjoys being called daddy. <laughs> and that's fine. Good on them. I don't get it. Or, <laughs> you don't get like, it? Like, if someone's okay. like, 
call me daddy, I'll be like, impregnate me. Like, okay then. Like, <laughs> like literal sense. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a reason to call you daddy. Yeah, I'll call your bluff. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never, like, for the meme, yeah, daddy and all that stuff. But now it's just like, it's. I think it's just gone too far. Yeah. Every every hot celebrity, male celebrity is daddy. Yeah. It's like, there's no nuance to it anymore. Yeah. It's overused. Yeah. But yeah, I get that. I suppose because this book was only 298 ebook pages, according to my Kindle. I don't know how long it took you to listen on audio. But yeah, there's just so, ma- so many tense moments or sexual tense moments. Mm. And then they always get interrupted and then they, they actually go at it a couple of times, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Such a short amount of book and a short amount of time <laughs> just leaves the unbelievability, I guess. Uh-huh. This is why, like, it was head empty. Like, as soon as, like, his first chapter came up and it was, like, he's turned into a puddle who's, like, I want to fuck this girl. This girl's going to change my life or something like that. I'm, like, all right, I'm turning my critical off. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, if it was two weeks, I would be, like, all right, I can suspend my disbelief. But for five days or six days. But five days. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, the, the way it was described about how they would, yeah, rile each other up and then nearly have sex and not have sex, and then there'd be a time period where they don't see each other, and then they'd see each other, and it was awkward. It was like, oh, so you just went home and had a nap. Yeah, and well, then it's been saw, like yeah, six hours. It's been six hours. Like, calm down, you're fine. <laughs> hey, they had big emotions. A nap would have been good to settle them down. Well, you know why they had big emotions? Because they just saw someone be murdered. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't see <laughs> well, the murder, saw the body. Dis- discovering a body, yeah. I would hate to discover a body. That's like another like little fear of mine. We we're talking about irrational fears before yeah. recording, just really quickly. And like, I, uh, well, in my line of work, it's, it's possible, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think my sister, same similar line of work, and she would walk into uh, residents' rooms and they'd be just gone, yeesh. which is sad. But like, I'm glad I haven't had to experience yeah. it. Yet. <laughs> that's her problem. <laughs> yeah, that's her problem. Yeah, trauma bonding. I don't know. All right, what else you got there, Kenzie? Um, what is going on with Dante? Yeah, I know. <gasps> I felt bamboozled at one point. Gone. So you know, either I skimmed so much, or I just didn't comprehend the words well. Cause I think Jude was talking about, or he was talking to Taylor about something about Buff Bartholomew. Uh huh. And I assumed it was a rela- past relationship that he's getting over. Same. And then, and then, as soon as it was revealed that it was a panda, a panda reserve, <laughs> I, I said audibly out loud, "I'm like, what the fuck? This is bullshit." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? He is like, I think the panda died." Yeah, yeah, and of course, yeah, you're upset in your mourning, but it's like, come on, bro, it's a panda. I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah, it was just like I was led astray again. Like we shouldn't be making assumptions, but then obviously Dante comes around and it's like, well, I made the the right assumption. But also, yeah, like, there's this whole kind of subplot about Jude ignoring all his phone calls and ignoring Dante and ignoring his phone and blah, blah, blah. And then Dante suddenly shows... Because it's his best friend from childhood or whatever. And Jude is gay and Dante is allegedly not... (laughs) Seemingly straight. Seemingly straight. Anyway. And then he's like, I had to find out about you two being uh, involved, I guess, in a murder on the news. And then he shows up and it's a whole thing. And then it's all like oh it's complicated is it Jude or whatever and then Taylor's like what and Jude's like we're gonna talk about this like between ourselves yeah and then it's like so are you gay or are you not gay who is gay why are (laughs) you running that is the question (laughs) why are you running why are you not gay yeah Yeah. no no and then I thought like such a big subplot I thought there's gonna be a bit more to it 
Yeah, because it seemed like, because the way Jude would talk about Don- Dante was, oh, Dante's ignoring me, but in mm. fact, Jude is ignoring, ignoring him. him. Yeah. A lot of angst there. And, like, Dante is an actor, mm-hmm. movie star mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. So he was literally like, can I come inside? The paparazzi are literally right there. And it's like, bro. <laughs> I thought as well, because he was an actor, I thought he was going to be a tie-in to, like, hook, line, sinker. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Oh. Like, as soon as he said actor, I'm like, oh, is this hook, line, sinker related? Maybe mm. our girl Hannah has worked with him. Mm. It's cool, though, it, that there's that p- potential. Tessa Bailey is creating her own little universe. The whole Dante Jude, like, seemed to have, like, yeah, escalated and it's, like, becoming a primal plot point but then it's just like dissolved dissipated and like it's a short book if you're gonna have a longer book sure we can explore that a little bit more but then it's like you just ran out of time yeah and just submitted what you had mm. all right what else kenzie on your list sex in the church le mayo <laughs> <laughs> and then they get caught by somebody as well i think well there's nuns i don't think they get no, caught that's I think right. the nuns are like after, uh, after the fact i think yeah because yeah. they're like oh we were waiting for the rain to stop and then the nuns are like it stopped a while ago <laughs> yeah and they're like the nuns were living vicariously through yeah. Taylor. they were enjoying the what is it the moans of pleasure fill out oh the camp oh my god <laughs> his moans of pleasure drowned out the sounds of the dying and injured <laughs> <laughs> except it drowned except you, all the nuns are hovering around actually there was like yeah a fair bit of like exhibitionist in this book <laughs> exhibitionism yeah, sure. in a parking lot as well uh-huh. with a vibrator i think uh-huh, uh-huh. i'd be like do not no 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 that is an indecent charge <laughs> yeah there's you're gonna get on a sex offender list you're not gonna be allowed with you can't work anymore if you're a teacher you can't be within 500 <laughs> feet of children <laughs> <laughs> so funny you think about these things when it doesn't really matter all right what else is on your list but actually no quickly it's funny how you know the past few books there's always seemed to be like a sex scene in a church it's like why yeah i'm i'm triggered yeah religious trauma (laughs) for everyone listening claire's walked away from the screen and i don't know what's happening oh she's blowing her nose here's the season sorry it's okay so i think i have tonsillitis (laughs) <laughs> normally i would have informed you i'm gonna do this but uh, i don't know why i didn't that's okay i was just like hello <laughs> felt the compulsion the compulsion anyway all right what's next on your list um and then i just have love the library scene teehee <laughs> I, I just loved when she got like bashed by the book I don't know, it was just so funny to me, like, just imagining her, like, looking at stuff and then... (laughs) It's giving pretty little liars. (laughs) Uh, And then, like, she's just, like... Of all the places, a library. Yeah, and then, like, the freaking police and stuff is like, oh, you guys are a thing? And they're like, nah. And she's like, there's got to be words and stuff. And then she's, like, explaining stuff. And he's like, i got to call my ex-wife. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, do you like? Oh, the poli- I loved Detective Wright. Like he just seemed like the fucking yeah. goofiest goofball. Yeah, and he's this- like the goofy sidekick. And this is probably like his biggest case ever. <laughs> he's on for promotion if he doesn't fuck this up. Yeah, yeah. He- I feel like they probably don't get many murders around here, so he's trying to yeah work his way up. Look like, hang on, look at this person. I just got a friend request from. Oh, yeah, and speaking of, like, indecent, back to indecent, I exposure. guess, sex places. <laughs> exposure, indecent exposure. Like, weren't they in, like, a, near a snorkeling cave as well? Oh, yeah, they were in a cave. In a cave, yeah. going at it. Yeah. See, if you go snorkeling in a cave, you are 
you bear the consequences of your actions, you know? I I'm mean, so scared of that sort of thing. I haven't done it in the ocean, but I have... Oh, I meant just caving in general, not oh. sex in a cave. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't make that clear. <laughs> so would you have sex in a cave, Kenzie? No, but I've been in a cave. Like, just for fun. This this reminded me of a TikTok that I saw the other day. Is this guy who was in a cave, and like he's like up against the rock, and like the water level is like near him, yeah. and he's like... I'm in a precarious situation. And then it's like a stitch. And this guy was like, I hope you're all right, but why the fuck did you go there? Like, why did you do that? This is your own fault, when you know? I went okay, spelunking, the correct spelunking? term. It's called spelunking. Why? I don't know. Let me, I'll give you, the, I just remember, this stuck with me. This is stuck with me for the whole fucking was this 12 years. Yes. The whole 12 years since I've done it. Spelunking is the exploration of caves, especially as a hobby. Neil spoke of the virginal spelunking in the mountains. <laughs> When I went spelunking, I did. There was a cave that I went in, and cave is a um, generous term. It was more of a tunnel, hole, a hole, a long, a long hole, and it was like me, like, and then the cave was hitting my head, like the front of me okay. and my back. So I had to wow. like shimmy through it, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely think skinny thoughts. Yeah, I wasn't very. I was much skinnier back then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but the cave that they're in was obviously like a grotto sort of cave situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think I'd have sex in a grotto. I'd have sex in a sea grotto. (laughs) Yeah. Most romantic. Yeah. I think it's romantic. What what about Little Mermaid Lagoon style? Yeah, that's grotto. (laughs) Sure. Oh, that's a grotto. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think so. If I think you're the same thing. Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that cave snorkeling in a yeah. cave would be just as dangerous. Yeah. I think there's a photo of me in this, I'll find it. I'm pretty sure like a whole group went. Yeah, they did. Splanking. And we all whatever we, we all purpled. Purpled. You know how boy tents were blue and girl tents are pink and so if you mix the, it's purpling? Oh, oh, not really. I I was never on that camp. I didn't go camping. I didn't go caving with you guys. I'm sorry, my fucking fear saved my life. <laughs> Not that any well, didn't that die. To you. <laughs> but you could have. I'm still here. I'm sure the people wouldn't have let us. Are you sure? Maybe even a ghost all along. That's just really unattractive photos of me from this trip. But anyway. It's okay. It's okay. It was when our group was like top tier and then it went downhill from there. Yeah, everything. The spelunking- we could talk about it on the party. Yeah. On the other one. The spelunking trip really <laughs> ruined my life. <laughs> I don't think we were ever like great friends in ventures. Like we knew we of were. each other, and this but then like just funny. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, I yeah we so weren't just friends. a baby. Just a baby. I had braces and everything. We weren't friends till afterwards. Yeah, well, after like year twelve, and then like yeah. I don't know, some drama happened, and we we're like we're best buds now. Oh, and then all the trauma. <laughs> all the trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the longest time, I didn't know you were adopted. I remember we were at Panache and you said something, and I was like, "You're adopted." You're like, yeah. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, we've established we're not going to have sex in a cave. Well, I am. You're not. Sex in a cave. You know. Yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah. What a photo that is. Oh, also, I sorry. Back on this, when we don't know things about each other, I should save this for the other party. But anyway, while we're on the subject, <laughs> um, I was having lunch with some friends the other day, and I think that one of them didn't realize that my dad was dead. And I, we were talking about seeing dead bodies, 
And I was like, okay, oh yeah, yeah, I went and saw my dad. And then, then I just saw like the horror like flash over their face and then like they like composed <laughs> themselves. <laughs> so you get him. I was like, like oopsie. <laughs> yeah. It must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> just yes, just yesterday when I was like, I'm going to the footy with my dad. It must be nice. It must be nice. Having a dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it must be nice having a mother, Kenzie. <laughs> Hey, I have my dad, you have your mum. Hey, just... If they'd got together, we would have had both still. Alright, back to cave sex. No, let's go back to the library. <laughs> yeah. The bajow. Bajow. <laughs> no, that's the metal. I need like a wood sound, like a like a thunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good, that's good. That's good hitting in the head sound. <laughs> See, now I'm making up for the fact that I gave no sound effects in Crossed. I'm doing it now. <laughs> you did. You were the pole. <laughs> a very silent, yeah, pole. Oh, shit, my mic. <laughs> that wasn't a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> That's Miles crying over them breaking up. <laughs> Tim over his divorce. Oh, far out. Right, back to the library. Anyway, yeah, Teehee, that was a favourite of mine. Yeah. In that, yeah, it just gave Pretty Little Lies when they're just about to, like, find, figure out some yeah. evidence about A, and it's like, bam, it's gone. Did you know in Pretty Little Lies that, like, there's a particular time in the timeline where three seasons is, like, two months? No. <laughs> yeah. I used to, I used to religiously watch Pretty Little Lies, and then I just stopped. I, I watched it all the way to the end. Maybe we can save this for another potty. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, well, now that you brought it up, like, what are your thoughts on Pretty Little Liars? Did you finish it? No, but I know, like, what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just went downhill. Something about a, a secret twin sister mm-hmm. all along. Yeah, Spencer had a secret British twin sister. See, this is when, like, apparent, because I've been seeing things that apparently Arya was meant to be A, but yeah. then, because everyone guessed it so well, they're like, oh, we can't let them be right. This was like... And so they've just fucked around. Yeah, that was like Gossip Girl all over again. Like, it was meant to be someone else, and then the fans guessed it. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you've built it up so well, and someone guesses it, that's a good, successful build-up. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that. You shouldn't yeah. have to just throw things out of left field to out of just in the name of tricking people. It's like they're trying to outsmart the fans, but, like, then you just, yeah, fuck yourself over into a hole, and then you write garbage. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say on that. Alrighty. Back to the book. <clears throat> I don't know how much I'm going to cut out of this, to be honest. That's okay. <laughs> So yeah, when when did you realize it was Kurt? When they were at the rally. Okay. Yeah. Um, so just before the library. Okay. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because they like, kind of on routes. Yeah. On routes of the library. Yeah. There was like I don't know a sentence. Yeah. About how he was watching them, and then Miles like brought because they were holding hands. Miles brought her hand up and like kissed her knuckles, and then like. Oh okay. Kurt, like looked. I don't know. It was just too, there was too many mentions of Kurt like looking at her. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Well, I didn't really figure it out till almost the very end, I guess, when they tried to pinpoint it on the mayor, and then the mayor's like, I think Miles overheard her talking to, I think, is it Lisa, mm. the sister, being like, I didn't actually murder anybody, I didn't murder them or whatever, like, she was pleading for her life, and I was like, all right, then I realised, yeah, then it must have been Kurt. Yeah. And he did it because he's such a fucking people pleaser. Yeah. I love that representation, though. People pleasers unite. Yeah, he's like, I was just like... Helping the mayor. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah, making sure she's not a hypocrite. Mm, we love that. Nah, that's so funny. All about job security. I just want my job. <laughs> Gonna be a big boy 
personal assistant. Yeah, and then also, yeah, when the mayor went to confront Sally. Was that her name? Sister Sally? Lisa. Lisa? That's the one. Lisa. Lisa Stanley. Yeah. Anyway, um, and she had a knife, not a gun. And then, yeah, I think Mars as well, like, made a note, like, oh, well, she's already killed someone. Like, why would she bring back a knife? Yeah, they tried to make it to, yeah, tried to really bounce between the three main suspects. Mm. And, um, yeah, and it just, it's the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not distraction. Subject subversion. Subversion, yeah, yeah. Or just de- de- deception, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, it's just the assistant all along. Because they were trying to pin it on this random father. Because they found, like, peepholes and they'd made him out to be... Made Oscar out to be, like, a pervert. And so this guy, this the girl's father, came and beat him up a little bit. And probably threatened to kill him as well. But he also had um, an unregistered alibi. But also he had an unregistered uh, gun as but well, which doesn't, doesn't didn't have help. an unregistered gun, you know? I, I can safely say I do not have an unregistered gun. I don't because have an I don't have a gun. Either, but... <laughs> In America, it's safe, safe to safe to assume there are unregistered firearms. It's just firearms. for my protection, you know. You can never be yeah. safe out there. <laughs> How many enemies do you have? You are a normal civilian yeah. human. <laughs> you are not important. <laughs> <laughs> the Delulu. <laughs> that's what i think about these days it's like people are all up in arms about all oh, the government it's like bro if you pay your like vehicle <laughs> registration they know who you are yeah. and know where you live like come on if you have facebook they know who you are yeah you get your personalized ads yeah. they have your data also, it doesn't matter it's like the ones that are like it's for my protection i just sorry i'm imagining like an old south south lady it's like okay but how many times in your life have you been attacked <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> yeah but it will I foresee it to be so. It'll happen. Yeah, no, no. All right, we, we, Sorry, we're not a bit of a... Tangent, it's fine. Let's just talk about yeah, Taylor. She is she is main the character. Ultimate... She's a school teacher. Millennial, yeah, post-COVID second grade teacher. Very, very into crime podcasts because, of course, over especially the pandemic... Because she's like, a white woman. Pop- <laughs> <laughs> she's a white woman. She will solve this murder. Mm-hmm. This is her time to shine. Yeah. It, remi- it reminds me of that uh, crime podcast that... Is like relatively new, but like everyone's shitting on it because she's so the lady is so insensitive about the family and all that, and just see it as a big joke. I think looking at your face, you are not. No, no, I think I know the one that you're talking about because and like they sell merch, and it's like very insensitive to like the cases and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, anyway, and just in general, like when crimes happened over the pandemic, like it's like social media. all became in private investigators and they're like source says this source says that it's like bro no one is talking to you yeah. you are not talking to the police yeah. like you're just relaying information you are not that important yeah. like, it just pissed me off that like everyone was uh, yeah a pi yeah and taylor in the book kept mentioning like edge and bone or something i don't know what it was something and i was like that's like me saying well on criminal minds <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, it just reminded me, like, Taylor, she's just using that knowledge just because you've, I don't know, watched a lot yeah. doesn't necessarily mean. It's like you have that expectation that, like, the murderers or suspects or whatever have the motivations that they would have in, like, a podcast yeah. or a book. And it's like, it, human real life is completely unpredictable. Yeah, I think it would be different, I was going to say, if he was a private investigator, but he used to be a private But I guess... Yeah, yeah. Bounty hunter, like... You can be... Well, he yeah, was a cop and that helped. You can be a helped. bit more, like, willy-nilly with the rules. 
Yeah, 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 but her just being like, I've listened to many things and many scenarios, so this must mean this because this happened in this, or I recognize this elsewhere. And it's just like, no, you're just completely yeah. naive and like ignorant yeah. about it. But that's just that's just what reminded me, like her listening to podcasts remind me of that whole thing on social media where everyone becomes an investigator and, you know, wants to be the first to like know information or to try and overanalyze things and figure yeah, stuff have out. You seen, because at the moment as well, there's all this stuff going on about the um. Idaho for the murders. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I saw Isn't it something that the two roommates who survived were texting each other while the murders were happening. And yeah, they're like, why like... wouldn't you call the police? And it's like, because texting requires no noise. <laughs> like they're scared, and they say, like it said, it's like, did you hear that? Yes, I'm scared. It's like, don't open the door. I know when I'm very scared about something, whether it's like I've watched a scary movie of or I've watched scary things or like when we go to like when we went to the Beechworth Asylum or whatever, like when I'm scared, like I stay still and I keep quiet and like I don't move. Like so, like in my house and stuff, like I'll hear some knocks in the night and I'm like, I'm just going to stay still yeah. and ignore it. And I feel like that's what they yeah. must have done. Survival. And I was just going to say, I heard something or saw something online about the Idaho 4 and it was like oh, this girl must have known the guy who did it. And um, it's like, it's just such a reach. Just like, let the invest, let the police figure it out. And then it becomes where everyone is too nosy about what's going on. It's like, it's like, you're not entitled to this information. This doesn't involve you. Relax. Go outside and touch some grass. That's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to the real world. Yeah, that's just, like, the, the vibe that I got from Taylor is, like... And, like, her whole thing is um, she wants to be brave, so she's putting herself in dangerous situations because she wants to be like her parents because her parents um, are archaeologists and, like, during, I don't know, times of unrest in other countries and stuff, they, like, protect artifacts and, like, museums and stuff like that, which is pretty cool, but, like, I don't know if it's, like, a natural though, Because it's, like, your parents are archaeologists. Calm down. They're not, like, I don't know... <laughs> bank robbers on the run <laughs> yeah no no and yeah she just she's always played it safe in life and she thought solving a murder investigation will just up her braveness but it's just silly and then we have miles ex-cop divorced bounty hunter he has a sad backstory about like a kidnapping of his friend gone wrong childhood friend or something and it just lingers, festers and inside then, of no, him. And there was, like, someone, yeah, he knew that got kidnapped as a child. And then, yeah, he did a case that reminded him of that case. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got too emotional about it. It's always the way. <laughs> and then he become, became a rogue bounty hunter. Because he was meant to form a, a PI business with his brother. But then his brother's an asshole, apparently. I don't know. But also his brother is um, gay, so rep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, rep, rep, rep. Yeah, that was very, yeah. I think Jude was surprised by that. And then, yeah, as well, he's like, I don't talk to him. It's like, it's not because he's gay, it's because he's a prick. <laughs> and then there's Jude, who just wants a holiday because he's mourning the fucking panda. <laughs> the fucking panda. <laughs> Bartholomew. <laughs> Ooh, I also liked in the first chapter, because the first chapter is where everything became established, or at least the first couple, um, Jude was... Exp- because the point of this vacation is for Jude. Taylor organised it for Jude. And Jude is like, but you need a vacation too because of all the years you've learnt of remote learning and like catching up on children and stuff who have failed behind their educational yes. standards and stuff. And that's gave you the impression that this is obviously post-pandemic and I liked, times, yeah, which that I like. Because I think we were having this conversation the other day about teachers saying that um, like there's kids that can't, like don't know how to write essays, don't know how to 
um, like can't spell <laughs> and stuff because yeah, it, yeah. it just ruins them. Yeah, have set them back a bit, which is fair enough, because not everyone can learn like in a classroom. But at the same time, not everyone, yeah, not everyone can learn remotely or in a classroom. So I really hope they've learnt, and there's like hybrid situations. I perhaps. think now, um, and I was talking to a teacher the other day, who was saying um, that they have a lot of students who are on like learning plans or like education plans where they only come like three days a week. Yeah, you have those talks and you figure out what you need and then you make a plan and execute the plan. Love it. Love that. I said love it again. Oh my god. <laughs> you need to calm down. Far out. And also, uh, Miles rides a motor- motorcycle because that's a badass aspect yeah, of being a bouncy hunter. And he's in his, and he's a, in his mid-30s and oh, there's this age gap situation, say. which Miles... That's, I, I don't, I, yeah, but I'm not into that because it's a big one. It's, you're not into that one. So I think he says he's like in his late thirties, and she's like mid twenties. I thought she. I thought he said oh, mid thirties. Maybe I misread. I don't know. It could go either way. I suppose it doesn't really matter. Um, I also loved how early on Mal's explains to Taylor and Jude that they're still yeah. suspects, <laughs> and they were like so shocked yeah, by like, this. It's like why? <laughs> We've yeah. just been here. And um, obviously there was like Lisa, the sister was a suspect, and the the father that beat threatened him and all that um, was a suspect. And then like a neighbor was a suspect. Sal, I think his name yeah, was Sal. He was angry. <laughs> He's anti Airbnb. That was the other thing. I like the like interwoven issues of Airbnbs and how you know empty Airbnbs doesn't help in housing crises and or crises and stuff like that. And I like those subtle, well not so subtle issues because then it became revealed that the mayor had a whole like campaign against airbnbs yeah while she had a business that like sort of invested in airbnbs yeah while she while she dabbled so she's a fucking hypocrite (laughs) hypocrite and then that's when yeah i wrote i wrote the mayor it was the mayor and then yeah later on subsequently it was old mate kurt because he's trying to protect protect her reputation and if her reputation is protected then so is his and so is his job security which, I don't know, I feel like in a bit of a weak sort of plot point, I don't know. I think it was a weak plot point. It's like, oh, so you've murdered because you're loyal, like, to, to a job? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, is that a bad thing? Like, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, I don't know. yeah, I wouldn't kill for my job. <laughs> no, hell no. Like, I ain't sacrificing yeah. anything for nobody. Not on my shift. And then we also thought it was Lisa because um, she assumed she was going to inherit those properties. And then Taylor then later found out at the library that it was owned by Evergreen Corp. And uh, the mayor had invested in that and as well, a business partner arrangement. And then that's when Kurt thunked her in the head with the book. Knocked yeah, her out. Kurt. And there was another situation where they were about to have sex and like he threw a, a, a boy through I, a window. For the longest time, I didn't realise what was actually thrown through the window. And they're like, oh yeah, the boy. And I was like, what about the boy? <laughs> <laughs> what's a, what's yeah. a boy? A teenage boy. <laughs> a literal child. I was just like, hello? Yeah, I don't know. I liked that Taylor was kind of targeted in that sense because she's smart and she's a threat. But like, Kurt doesn't like doesn't know that she's trying to invest. I suppose he was watching her. But like, he doesn't know her level of like criminology hop and her crime podcast yeah. listenings other than like the reader so i thought like why would he just assume she would want to yeah. solve yeah. it as well i suppose he was watching her 
Um, I feel like the tiff between her and Miles, where Miles was, um, uh, I suppose, not allowing her to investigate or take part or collaborate. Uh, I think that was like very fair because like he's the professional, she's like that crime, like crime TikTokers who just who yeah. want to know everything, and like out of complete disregard for her safety. It's like it's dangerous. Like I wouldn't want to be anywhere if I found a body. I wouldn't want to like continue yeah, exactly. being there like, or, see or ya. associating with it. Be like I'll give you my statement yeah, and I'm gonna fuck off. I'll see you never again. Bye. <laughs> yep. Yep. Bye. Uh, and then, because, yeah, she found a suspected murder weapon on the beach and it turned out to not be the gun used. I think it was, like, yeah. a decoy situation yeah, placed by Kurt. Yeah, planted it to, like, get them off his trail. Yeah, not that they were ever on his trail. They were just on the trail yeah. of the mayor. Um, and then in the Taylor hostage situation with Kurt, Miles was on the phone to the mayor and then the mayor kind of talked him down, being like, you're an excellent employee, like, I value you, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, it's a bit weak, <laughs> the, that the whole thing like that the ne- negotiation sort of situation it was too bizarre of like a reason i don't know it could have been it could have been more sinister but maybe i don't know i'm just used to more sinister things i in just books. think it's meant to be yeah this is yeah, goofy you know book. i thought i was expecting it yeah a little bit more murder and then obviously throughout the book miles and taylor fall in love <laughs> within the five days <laughs> of knowing each other <laughs> I, face. <laughs> I did like the declaration though of like i could fall in love easily with someone like you blah, blah blah yeah and he is divorced it was i think it was just because he wasn't that he didn't have the words or he wasn't that soft yeah. or whatever for his late, late wife not late wife, <laughs> ex-wife she's dead she's not dead, <laughs> she's not dead as far as i'm aware <laughs> hey there would have been a lot more angst yeah. if she was dead like while he was on a job oh. or something oof and so then, yeah, Miles becomes overly protective of Taylor, but mainly also because he thinks she's a suspect because, yeah, he doesn't trust what she says. Um, and they, like, develop, like, a routine. Like, they have breakfasts and stuff together a, a lot within the, those five days, I guess. And, I don't know, it just felt really forced. Forced proximity, but not in, like, the cute trope way, in that this is only the only reason how I'm going to get them together type of way. They just have to be near each other and interact with each other. And then, yeah, he, d- he says his declaration at the end. I did like, though, um, when they're having breakfast or whatever, doing stuffs, um, how Jude is just, like, talking about the burrito. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we use all the leftovers from tacos in our burritos. And then, like, I don't know, what's his name? Miles and Jude are, and Miles and Taylor are saying stuff. He's like, yeah, and, like, we tried to get an avocado, but we couldn't find any good avocado. So we just, uh, and then they're still fighting. And then Jude's like, I'm going inside. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I suppose it could, that's, like, a normal conversation yeah. that you could have. And I liked that realness about it. But he, yeah. was, he was just like, but it's like, I feel like we've all been in that situation where, like, someone's obviously like having a fight or something <laughs> and you're just trying to like diffuse the tension yeah it's like right in front yeah. of my salad <laughs> and um i think when kurt was holding taylor hostage uh taylor told um jude to like run and stuff and then yeah he runs into miles and then miles ends up doing a whole like switcheroo oh, hostage yeah. situation but then miles manages to like uh disarm Kurt and all is dandy. A shot does go off. We love the the, the one shot yes. trope goes off. Who does it hit? It hits it hit the nobody. water. <laughs> it hits the water. Uh, and then, yeah, there's an epilogue as well. All is right in the world. Epilogue. It's like a fumbly moment where Miles asks Taylor to marry him. 
She says yes. Two, yeah. She like gets home. It's been two years. She's moved to Boston because he started private investigating for. Put your mic in your face. It is in my face. I moved it slightly. It's still in my face. <laughs> I'm trying to drink my juice box. <laughs> Um, anyway, and, yeah, um, Miles is, yeah, well, yeah, Miles and Taylor have moved to Boston, and then Taylor gets home from work, and he's, like, standing in the lounge room, whatever, and then his parents, her parents, and Jude, and whatever, oh, and his brother, and his brother's husband are all, like, waiting in, like, the next room, whatever, but Taylor gets home, and is like, ooh, ooh, we gonna fuck. And then she's, like, taking her clothes off and stuff. And then he's, like, what is happening? <laughs> and then they come out, like, oh, so we're assuming this means she said yes. And it's, like, what is happening? And then he gets, gets <laughs> How embarrassing. I thought, though, because there was a lot of talk of him being, like, imagining her pregnant and stuff. And then being, like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to let her have anyone else's children. And I thought that the epilogue would be her pregnant. but Yeah, no. Yeah. We love that. Hey, and another thing that you like in Tessa Bailey books... The notable condom. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Every time they had sex, there was a Connie Dom Dom Dom. <laughs> Connie Dom Dom Dom. Oh, my God. I love and it. I was like, I love thank it so much. you for including this so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, just because it's been five days, I just find it so bizarre. But then, yeah, Miles was so infatuated with Taylor and, like, sees her as a distraction but he wants to fuck her but she's a distraction i've got to fix the case but yeah. i want but i could her. be so soft with her and i've never felt like this and oh i just want i just want to keep her safe and protect her it's like i only want to make her calm not the fucking vibrator yeah. <laughs> it's like i don't want her fucking anybody in those red lacy panties or whatever oh, yeah, the fuck the fact she had that he lingerie. stole her pants and yeah. i was like <laughs> that's like, creepy yeah and that's i was like creepy. you've known her for two minutes <laughs> that is and so you creepy. stole her underwear and then also when she's like, I would have only worn because he's like, I don't want you wearing these for anyone else. And then later she's like, I would have only worn them for you. It's like when you packed them, you didn't even know him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Just the, the possessiveness uh. of it all is so stupid. I don't know. It's yeah. creepy. I don't know. I think I think book talk has like completely annihilated what it like, means to for like a normal yeah, man. Yeah, things like in the books that people say like oh yeah like that's hot but also if someone said this shit to me in real life i'd be like i'd be like (laughs) yeah i saw a tiktok of a chick on i think it was on the potty talk and she's like in books this is hot and this is okay but in real life yeah no (laughs) red flag like everyone wants like the mean like the mean bad boy slash mean high lord slash you know the mean print the cruel prince with the tail i want the tail yeah so they they all like they all like the mean boys who have a soft spot but like if they're mean to everyone else but you that's still that's a red flag (laughs) they're just horny (laughs) but yeah anyway that's it that's the book (laughs) a bit of a tangent apologies shall we go to the stars that listen all right the stars that listen is where we read a one star review and a five star review from goodreads for shits and giggles we're going to start with the one star first because the five star reviews are normally positive and we want to end on a positive note so there's one it just says you know what your mum." <laughs> i was like what i hate i hate reading crappy books i'm pessimistic enough as it is in real life the only thing i stupidly am optimistic about are books i've become way too attuned to my taste at reading terrible books is not all that common for me 
I didn't even go into this with high expectations. My expectations were neutral. This book, however, is theatrical from beginning to end. And quite frankly, that is not what I want to be fed for almost 300 pages. So it's like, but uh, yeah, I just think that person has just read a book that's not to their taste. And yeah. There's, and then I have... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad I want to give it a zero, but that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I give it a one <laughs> or a zero. Yeah, fair enough. All right. My one star review. I thought that it's a bit of a paragraph. I thought the cover was so cute. So dumb for me to read the read past the sample and purchase this one. I like the main character's teaching background and her connection to her brother. That was pretty much it. I wanted the mystery to be so worth her time. Sadly, it was a no-brainer. I figured out right away and was left with insipid plot points that went nowhere. The main characters were so dumb together. The romance was mind-numbingly bland or cringy. None of it was really worth my time or the cute cover art. What a waste. Fair. <laughs> Valid. Right, five star review, Kenzie. Why does the cover look like Akatar fan art? Edit. There's a new cover, and now it's amazing. <laughs> I was like, all right. And then, um, can we just? I'll oh, fuck you so nasty, you'll never be the same. Miles, miles, miles. The Scottish Highlander bounty hunter is god tier. I don't think he's ever said he was Scottish, but anyway. I want to be the man she thinks I am. He's soft on the inside. He sits on the floor and cries about their breakup. Please, my heart can't take it. Yeah, they have to have that pissy little breakup and then come back together, don't they? For no reason. And of course, when she's in after the hostage situation, he's like, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I love you. Take me back. Five star review. I'm obsessed with this book, but Tessa Bailey needs to go to jail for using the words weeping <laughs> in a sexual setting. Really, Tessa? Yeah. Oh, nice. That's it. Five stars. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yep, that's it. Alrighty. And I think that would conclude yes, Letterboxd Book Club. This episode of Letterboxd Book Club. Uh, you can find us Instagram. I was going to say on Letterbox Book Club, but <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Letterbox underscore book underscore club. From there, our link tree is in the bio where you will find us in all the places Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, etc. etc. Wonderful. Catch us next week for a relatively spoopy book for the spoopy season, which isn't that spoopy unless it's Verity. We need to find a thriller. I'll, I'll try my best. I'll, I'll have a. I think I have in my library on my Kindle oh, the yeah. X Hex. I think that was something we wanted to do. But I think that's like a fun witchy supernatural vibe. So next week we'll have the X Hex, I think. Or the Hex X or whichever the way it goes. Witchy vibe, fun. Check bye us bye out next you. week. Bye bye.